Welcome to Cocktails Over Coffee, a podcast that spotlights truly inspiring individuals that have taken a leap of faith and given up their corporate careers, otherwise known as their coffee, and pursued their passion, otherwise known as their cocktail. I'm Janae Green, and I am so excited to be here today with Joe Bell to tell me all about his inspiring career that he has built for himself. Yes. But we're going to start from the beginning here. All right, where are we going? Cheers. Cheers. We are having Joe Drink of choice, which is tell. What's your drink of choice? Tell us. So this is a Maker's Mark Old Fashioned. It's um, we'll say it's my seasonal drink of choice. I've been into this for the past few weeks, and mm. yeah, it's simple. It's clean, it's delicious. Classic. Good. Um. Okay. So we're gonna start from the beginning here. Okay. Tell me what your coffee was. My coffee was. So I had a few coffees over the years. So. When I moved to New York from school, I worked on the buying team at Macy's.com. So I started on the fragrances buying team and it was cool. Um, it was different. And in all honesty, I moved here not really knowing what a buying team was. Really? <laughs> honestly. Wait, how, uh, sorry, how did you get uh, on the buying okay, team? Okay, so this, is, so this is what happened. So when I was in school, yeah. I was vice president of the marketing association at my school. Okay. And so I worked with the recruiter from Macy's that would come. Mm-hmm. And he, was just, he called me one day and he was like, hey, Javel, um would you be interested in working at Macy's.com? And I was like, yeah, because I don't have anything else. <laughs> You're like, wait, yeah, Right, I was me. like, yeah. No, and, and like, and I heard the, because um, Kenneth, you know Kenneth, yeah. he, he had interned there the summer before. Right. So I knew that they, I knew that their jobs paid well. So yeah. I was like, yeah, sure, I'd be interested. Like, let me know. Right. So he bumped me into the second round of interviews. He, I skipped the first round and he was like, yeah, so we'll just fly you out to New York because I know who you are. Like, I know your work ethic. I know right. your resume for the most part. So just come and see how you like this and we'll see what's up and so i went out there um the interview was great because it was all it was all more like marketing stuff so it's just like and i was a marketing major so it's like for the most part it was perfect it was a perfect fit yeah and then it was just me actually figuring out what my job was going to (laughs) be because um, <laughs> so you didn't know what buying was, was well i mean i kind of had an idea but i'm lying i didn't have an idea so i, just, I got out there that and it's mind-boggling too. no and it's really crazy so um yeah says so something about macy's recruiting but whatever yeah so um i got there and thankfully i landed on the perfect team for me it was um the fragrances team which of all of macy's brands of all of macy's departments they have the most Familiar, they had the most familiar brands for me because obviously Dolce Gabbana, right. um, Gucci, like brands that I was familiar with as a fashion kid in college. Yeah. I kind of had a connection to it, so it made the job a little bit more close to home. Yeah. Okay. So I and I, I kind of learned it. I was terrible at it. I'll just say it. I was I was terrible at my job. Like, at buying. Um. Yeah. I saw, sorry. The I, orange pills are coming out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I find that hard to believe. But you know, and it's it's kind of hard to admit. But I, I'll say like. I like the job, but I wasn't. It wasn't for me. Like I'm, well, I'm not that bored. What I will say is that buying is not as sexy as everyone thinks it is. I think everyone thought that buying was like shopping all the time and all this stuff, but like you're doing a lot of like work in Excel for a lot of the day. And with my job specifically, so I was a merchandise assistant on the buying team. So it was like obviously yeah, the entry level. A lot so, of plugging in. And- yeah, but I just wasn't. I'm not even gonna harp on it. Wasn't I just, that I, you it wasn't, weren't invested, and that's maybe- the th- no. The thing is, I was very. I invested myself. Okay. Because I tried so hard. I would stay at that job later than everyone else. I'd be the last one off because because I got to a point to where I realized you're in a weird position. Yeah. You're doing something that you're not good at. And I don't say that to say pomp to sound pompous because like right. I just mean like usually if I'm doing something, I get myself to yeah. a place to where I feel like I'm good at it. Yeah. I was doing it and I felt like I'm 
constantly not good at it. Mm-hmm. So I would stay late. I would I would come early. I would like take stuff home with me. I would really try my best to be the best that I could be, and it just mm-hmm. wasn't yeah, happening. Was it? So okay. there's that. So after that, thankfully my my manager Essie, I love her so much. Mm-hmm. She um she was like, hey, so um. There's a job on the creative team. <laughs> There's a job on the creative team that I think. Like, please. Exactly. Because the other thing is like, in all of my jobs, like what I did outside of work, my my the blogging and Instagram and all that. That's always been in my mind my my main job. Yes. So these have always been side jobs, even though they pay the bills. Mm-hmm. They've been side jobs to me mentally. Right. Um, so Essie was like, hey, so there's a job on the social media creative team yes. that I think you'd be great for. Yeah. Because. Basically, she's saying, so you're not going anywhere on the buying team. Yeah. I think let's, <laughs> let's just, yeah, let's, right. let's move you over. Yeah. And so I interviewed, got it. So I was on the creative team for social um, at Macy's, mm-hmm. did that. And then ASOS actually interviewed me to be a brand ambassador because of what I was doing. I should probably say, for people who don't know me, I should probably say I have been blogging for the past 10 years at this point. Yeah, give us your quick background. Yeah, so I started on Tumblr in 2010. Started um, an actual blog in 2011 with Kenneth, who I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You, was it the No Names? The No Names. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. See, there you go. She knows. Also, um, old follower. Right. Um, back when blogs were a thing. Right. Um, so, from there, I moved out here, started the stuff at Macy's, got mm-hmm. Instagram, became my main focus, and now that's what I do full-time, but we'll get to that in a sec. So, going back to this, um, ASOS interviewed me to be a brand ambassador. Mm-hmm. One of their ASOS insiders, and in that interview, they also offered me a job because of how I presented my portfolio and the stuff that they asked me to present. It's huge. It is huge, and I'm so grateful because they actually made that job for me in the U.S. office, so it was, yeah, it was a blessing. Yeah, you had a really unique role at ASOS. Yeah, so I was social media executive for the U.S., but I kind of managed the men's influencer relations right. and um so i work closely with pr content and... for them no yes okay yeah so it, it was a I really don't cool want to job tell your story you, you no, well no i you mean tell you, you tell it well <laughs> it was it was a really great job so i got to, it, it was just like everything that i was already doing in my stuff i got to do professionally i got yeah. to do more more on my own terms mm-hmm. um obviously like i had a boss that i worked with who was great yeah um but i really felt like i was in control like i launched our menswear account for the u.s Amazing. Um, which was a huge thing, you know, huge, and it, it yeah. was really exciting, a and really exciting opportunity. That launched earlier than a lot of brands that are now doing their men's and women's yeah. accounts separately. Yeah. yeah. ASOS was one of the earlier ones. I feel like we were, yeah. I, I think Top Man had one already in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was cool. It was cool to be a part of that for the U.S. So um, awesome. I'm really grateful for everything I got to do there. But yeah, that was my corporate, that, that was my coffee Yes. Um, over the years. So I kind of sw- changed flavors. But that was a strong coffee. Yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah it was some strong coffee. <laughs> but, okay, so, so tell us what you're drinking now. What's your cocktail? Okay, so my cocktail now mm-hmm. is, and I guess has been, content creation, blogging, influencer work, whatever you personally want to call it. Yes. Um, so yeah, so I've been in the menswear and lifestyle space for... We'll say 10 years. Like I said, I started on Tumblr in 2010. Yeah. And that just Did, evolved. Was that when you were still in school? Did, yeah, I was still in school. Okay. Yeah, so I graduated in 2012 yeah, from Morehouse. Okay. And yeah, it's just been, God willing, it's been a um, just Up, an upward spiral. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm really grateful for it. So yeah, now I left ASOS in 2018. 2018 November. Okay. And whew, what a day. What a week. What a month. Tell me about the leaving process. Like, what was that like? I know that the day that I resigned, I had so much anxiety. I, okay, I had so much anxiety. 
I like got up that morning. I think I meditated. I got to the office early. <laughs> like I got my breath. It was like a whole thing. <laughs> I was so nervous. Re- resigning is something that makes you so nervous, but it's the most rewarding Absolutely. thing ever. Yeah, because once you once you once you spend, do it, you're you like that two weeks is like right. I had my I script. The line, let's get there. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie to you, guys. I recorded. I practiced what I was gonna say on my phone. I like recorded it. Like I, I prepared to resign. And see, my boss, my boss is actually out of town. But the thing is, I wanted to tell her in person, but she was out of town, and I was like, and you had to, you had a timeline. In my head, I was like, I know this is the last day. I can't be here past this day. Yeah. Can't do it. So I was like, I just have to email you, and then we'll talk about it when you get back. That's I emailed fine. her. We talked about it when she got back. That's fine. It was fine. That's fine. Yeah. My but, boss was um, actually. At, we had, it was summer Fridays that started. She wasn't in the <laughs> office the day. I like got in early. And I emailed her. Assistant. I was like, when is she coming in? Right. <laughs> you got it. I was like, ah. yeah. Hey, just checking. She's like, oh yeah, she's not in. So the weekend went by, and then I had to do it on Monday. Okay. Yeah. I. So for me, I was like, so I. I always tell this story. So. My faith is a very big thing. Obviously, before we started filming, I yeah, talked we about multiple devotion. times about my devotional. Yeah. Which is important because I want to talk about mental health. That's I think okay. something that's a huge so part for me. So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely Good, okay. we can definitely go into that. Okay. Um, but for me, so my faith is a really big thing, and and at that time, I would use you know everyone uses their thirty minutes going to work to do whatever they need to do. Yeah. So for me, I would pray on the train. Like that was when I okay, I was like I'm sitting for twenty to thirty minutes. I'm just gonna pray. Like I'm gonna get that out of the way. Yeah. Not get that. You get what I mean by that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm time. gonna invest that time. Yeah. Um, and so you know I. It was such a, a an interesting experience because I was just sitting on the train, and I, for the first time, I really realized I'm miserable. I'm not like such a profound awareness of it. Like I was just like, oh wait, I'm not happy. Yeah. Like I I genuinely don't feel good. I don't feel great. I'm doing too much. I'm work. I'm I'm stressed out. I'm just, I'm over this yeah. right now. I'm not, this isn't how we're called to live. I shouldn't right. be like this. Right. And I told myself that morning on the train, mm-hmm. five minutes away from work, I said, okay, the next sign that I get, the next thing, the next thing that asks me for more than I can give, because right now I'm literally at 100%. Yeah. The next thing that asks me for 101% to get to 101%, that's when I'm going to know. Anything that asks me for more than what I'm giving right now, mm-hmm. because I'm giving everything right now, right. that's when I have to I have to quit. I can't do it anymore. Did something ask and you? Five minutes later, <laughs> li- and that's why I'm saying like my faith is such a big thing because God always gives me the right yeah. signs. When He's I need like, it. actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this he easy was like, for you. So you didn't get what I was saying on the train. <laughs> I wanted you to get it, but I'm gonna make sure that you get it. Yeah. Five minutes later, I got to my office. Mm-hmm. My and so just to give a very quick context, my apartment had my old apartment had caught fire below me, but I had smoke damage, so I had to move out of that apartment. Oh, no. I had just okay. moved into this new place. I had been stressed out, so... Yeah, uh, it was a time. In your it, was, it was a time, so I had been coming to work, like, maybe 30 minutes later, but yeah. our office is, like, 12 people. It was very chill. Like, it wasn't it wasn't that type of office where it mattered. Right. Um, and so I was like, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take these 30 minutes for myself in the morning because I can't get it any other time. Yeah. So I had been coming in around, I think, maybe 10.30 mm-hmm. versus 10, which is when I had been coming in. So I get to, I, after having this moment on the train, my mm-hmm. boss, as soon as I get to work, she sits me down. We had our touch base, our weekly touch base. Yeah. So it was a Thursday. Okay. Um, and she was like, hey, Javel, um, good morning. I, I just <laughs> wanted to know if, um, if you, there's any way that you can come in 30 minutes earlier. I just need you here by 10. And also, I have to mind you, my boss is, she was, she was the boss at the office. Like, as far as, like, anyone who follows all the rules and is like, 
going to be she'll get the gold star for her job yeah. because she's she's just excellent in that way yeah. but it was just where i was at i was like oh no you're like 30 minutes early so she asked me that and literally i do two things i look at her and and after that moment, she actually said, yeah, I remember your face when I asked you that. Okay. So I looked at her and it, my face contorted in a certain way. And I was like, and then I just stopped and I looked up. Mm. Because it, after I looked at her, I was like, oh, wait, God, this is, I get it. Sign. And I looked up and I just smiled and I said, no worries. I'll be here at 10. And I went home. Actually, I went back to my desk and I was like, Okay. Mm -hmm. And then I left my desk and I called my dad and I was like, Dad, I'm, I'm about to quit my job. I, I won't do this anymore. What'd your dad say? My dad was like, because I, and I had already been talking to him about it. Yeah. So he was like, mm -hmm. okay, I trust that you're ready. I know that, yeah, just. Did you have a plan? The six years that I had been in New York up yeah. to that point had mm -hmm. been my plan. Okay. So I've, I've and been, that's one thing about me. Because the thing is, so when me and Kenneth came, we came, we came thinking, oh, the no names is our number one thing. Yeah. So as soon as we can leave, we're leaving. This is gonna take off. You were focused on yeah. that. You were just doing your. These have always been, these had always been corporate jobs. Were always my side job. My side hustle was Macy's. Your, your was corporate job. Exactly, exactly because it was just about making money. Side hustles are about making money. Yeah. About making extra money. Yeah. That's all that was. Yeah. I knew what my job was. You're putting my passion the real was. work into your passion. And I think when you can mentally claim that as your main job. Yes. That's what your main job is. Yes. So I, up to that point, I had saved like, I saved two years worth of salary up to that point. And granted this, I've been in New York How for did you years. Do, can we talk about it for one second? How did you do that? So I had problem saving. But you know, and <laughs> what I was going to say is unintentionally going to hit you. Yeah. I, w I wasn't, it wasn't aimed at you, but now that you said you have problems. Please saving. just tell so me. So my thing is, if you live in, and granted this, let me give a caveat. If you make a certain amount in yes. New York, mm -hmm. you can save over time. Living in New York does not demand that much of you unless you're like investing money in significantly Correct. demanding things. Yes. Like like a side hustle. Like if you're investing in a passion, cool. Right. But if you're just living, like a lot of these girls that I've worked with in the past, it's like they go home and they watch Netflix and they go to brunch on Saturdays and that's it. Mm -hmm. They're not they don't need to save for anything so they should be saving right like they don't they don't need demanding amounts of money mm -hmm. to live so it's like if all you're doing is going home or even just going out there's no reason why you should be spending a thousand dollars a month on brunch drinks and whatever That's maybe true. save maybe spend five hundred dollars on that and then save five hundred dollars because true. at the end of that year you'll have six thousand dollars in your bank That's true you know so it's like for me and also, also, I have to qualify this statement because for me, the reason why I was able to save that much is because I started making money doing my main job. Okay, so you had an additional source of yeah. income. So it got to a point, to, exactly, it got to a point to where everything I was making with my main job, yes. blogger, influencer, whatever, yes. all of that was going directly into savings because I had this salary yeah. that was that more was than enough. That was extra money. That was it, it was enough money. It yes. was everything that I needed. So I think the thing is... People get a side hustle and they start shopping, or they start balling out, or they start doing things. And it's or, like, or even like when you get per when you get a promotion, when you get a new job, you're like, oh, I can finally start to save. But then that's when you start to sh you're like, well, I can actually now afford the Chanel bag that we were talking about, or like. And that's the thing. And and if you don't have a goal beyond your job, if this is what you're meant to do, then cool. Yeah. You're not you're not saving for anything, so that's fine. Buy your Chanel bag. Right. But if you have other if you plans, have a plan, you know that you you won't even you, yeah. It's like. 
oh, okay, now I have a, the, the door is open. Exactly, the door is now open because right. now I have all of this income. Like in my mind, if I were to get a promotion, yeah, this means that all this money, you nothing has changed. I'm gonna be living the exact same way, yeah. and all this extra money is going into a bank account. Yeah. So that when I am ready, mm -hmm. when that moment hits me, yeah. I'm like, I can hit it back. And yeah. I'm like, cool, let's yeah. go, let's do it, I'm ready. Two weeks from now, I'm out. Amazing. And that's okay. what I did. Wait, so you, you had how much in savings? I had two salaries worth. Two salaries worth as in like savings. As in like, I had two years, I could- You it, could live without making another dime for, for two, two years. years. Yes. That is incredible. And, it, and it's different. And I think that's the thing. Like, I know that for me, I know that what I'm trying to do is not normal by any means. Right. Like, and what I mean by it that is, exactly, and I'm not even saying like in a, in a lofty way, like I'm trying yeah. to reach the stars. No, no, I'm no. just saying like, no, it's, I'm trying to quit my job. Yeah. To quit your job is not normal right. in America. Right. The American standard is to work a nine to five, exactly. to come home, yeah. watch TV with your family salary, and then go and do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, if I'm trying to be the exception, I have to do exceptional things. I have to do things that are not normal. Wait, can you say that one more time? Please? If I'm trying to be exceptional, I have to do, I have to be the exception. I can't yeah. do what everyone else is doing. Yeah. So I can't, I can't make more money, but spend more money. I have to live the same way that I've been living mm -hmm. so that eventually I'm at a point to where, oh yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to, here's my two weeks notice. I'm, I'm good to go. I'm out. Yeah. I'm I, out. I, I, I love you and I and respect you, but. I'm not worried about but, what's next because I'm prepared. Exactly. And that's the thing. And, and it's like. A lot of people are like, oh my God, you did this brave step. Mm -hmm. But I was really, I was really a coward in doing it because I made sure, and what I, what I mean by that is I was like, like, I don't know if you were a coward. When you think about Mike O, because Mike O also used to work at Macy's. Yes. And, and we just heard from Mike O last week. Exactly. So, yeah. Which is why I would reference him because Mike O, Mike O and I have been friends since we went to school in Atlanta. Yeah. I remember when he told me, yeah, I'm quitting my job because I, because I'm an actor. The one thing I said to Mike, I was like, I was like, you did it so early. I felt like we were New York babies when he quit. Absolutely. He was my first friend to quit. Yeah. yeah we were all like, we we're working our corporate jobs. We were brunching. We we're having this great time. And Michael's like, I'm quitting my job. And I don't think anyone was there yet. No, everyone knew that they had um, ambitions beyond what they were doing, but no one was there where like, I'm quitting my job. And that's when I was like, oh, he's serious. He's and that's, disciplined. And that's the only reason why I say I'm a coward. I, I should say I'm a coward compared to Mike. Because Mike right. is like, oh no, okay, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. For me, I, I said, I'm more of a planner. I'm, I'm like, I'm I know I'm going to be out, yeah. but I'm going to make sure that when I'm out, I don't have anything to worry about. Yeah, yeah. And I have to say that Mike didn't have his own setup, but right. I just know for me, I right. had to know what my setup was going to be, and I right. think that's it. A lot of people have been asking me lately, like, we've just been talking about, like, certain things in this space and, like, my journey, and I, I've always said, like, you'll know when you're ready, and don't do it before that, don't do it mm -hmm. after that. When you're ready, do it. Mm -hmm. Right then and there. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was you like... You will know that moment, too. You will, yeah. Because I think, it, I, I had thought about quitting for, I think, like, a year. But the moment that I knew, it was so clear to me. There was no doubt. I just knew the exact moment. The timing made sense. Yeah. And I think that one thing that almost confirmed it, the day that I resigned was a Monday. My VP ended up getting fired on a Thursday. I was like, oh, this department is about to go to shambles. And that's another thing. Every time I've quit, I these companies have been destroyed. Do you, you know that meme <laughs> where the girl's like looking at the house on fire and she's like, exactly. that was Because me. you got out. I was like, good luck. Right, and but I, the thing it, is, you're safe. You're outside, like because exactly. you did what you had to do. I did what I had to do, and it it reconfirmed the timing was right. That mm -hmm. was the moment that it was supposed to happen. 
Because anything else, like if I had been talking to my boss about a promotion, all of a sudden she's like, yes, yes, yes. I resigned. She got fired. I was like, oh, this, first of all, the promotion was never going to happen. Yeah. So I did what I had to do. But you kind of got your own promotion. I got my own right. promotion. I, I, I got promoted in life. Yeah. Which is more than and, and the thing any is like, company can offer me. Similar to that, I remember it was like one of my first days like shooting mm-hmm. after I left my job. And me and one of my best friends, who had very much helped me get to the point to where I was at, because he also does the same thing. Yeah. I looked at him and I was just like, wow. This is like, this is my life now. Like, it's Wednesday at 3 p.m. and I'm in Tribeca shooting, taking pictures of myself. This is, this is like my life now. That's this is what I get to do. That's the feeling that you dream about. But literally that you dream about and that you wait for and that you daydream about and that you think all this time. And it's like... No, granted, I still stand by the fact that you have to do it when it's right. Yeah, no, but it's true. But when you eventually do it, it's like, yo, I've, I've literally changed my life. I've rewritten No, you've the created narrative. your life. Exactly. And, and it, it's like, um, there's a, a, a line in Rocket Man, that, that movie that came out last year about Elton John. I love um, that movie. There, he says something about, like, you have to kill who you were to become who you want to be. And to to not be so lofty or like heavy, but that's real. Like you have to, you have to so kill real. your corporate self to be your creative self, to be your fuller. Those are two different people. Yeah. Yeah. And which one do you like more? I feel like most people, if they had the chance, would pick their creative self. Yeah. Well, the, you're living a life that you want. You go to your corporate job because you have to have a paycheck, because you have to pay rent, because you have to. You can't be homeless. Like there's a reason you're doing that. But everything that you're doing outside of that is because it's what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like that's it. Like you, you have such a. So for me, in line with, in line with the influences that I also act now, I've been getting back into acting. Mm-hmm. I used to act when I was younger. I've been getting back into it for the past Exciting. two years. Exciting. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Yes. Another cocktail. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like one thing that I've I've really noticed with acting is that between. So I think between me being on this journey of self-discovery as far as like being independent now mm-hmm. and also with acting like what I've been learning from my studio there's a lot of self-awareness on yeah. both parts because obviously you're in a new space in life but you're like with acting the things that we talk about in the studio are just so opening and it makes you so vulnerable and really it requires you to lean into experiences right. so I've, I've just become similar to what you're saying I've yeah. become so self-aware of yeah. when I'm okay when I'm not okay mm-hmm. and not I feel like a lot of people, we push those feelings away when it's negative. Yeah. But it's like, no, you have to lean into that and grow from it. You absolutely do. You know what I do now? Because I, I, off camera, we were talking about like how I used to stress and I used to whatever. So now, whenever I feel myself getting stressed or getting anxious or whatever, instead of embracing those feelings, I'm like, okay, why do I feel like this? What is causing this? What can, and I start to, I, I talk to myself. I taught myself through all that. I talk to myself all day, every day. All day, <laughs> all day every day. You but it's real, to. like, it, and the thing is, because you spend more time with yourself than anyone else. Exactly. It's, you care about. No yeah. one else thinks about you. No one else no thinks about one. you more than you. Yeah. So it's like, it makes every every bit of sense that you would talk to yourself. Yeah. yeah. You're hey, how, 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 how am I doing? All I'm okay. Day. I'm okay. Yeah, like it makes sense because it's like you're the most important to you, and you have to be. Mm-hmm. Like. Wait, with acting, I want to. Was that something that you always knew that you wanted to do? Was that like a, a discovery? Like, oh, I'm good at this. I want to try it. When did that come into the picture? So when I was younger, so when I was in middle school and high school, especially high school, acting was everything. Mm-hmm. I got into it in middle school, but I really started doing theater. I, I was in, I was in all but 
two productions throughout my high school career, I think. Oh wow, okay. So when I graduated, I was in more pre- I was in more productions than anyone else that I graduated with wow. at that time. And it was everything. Like when I went to college, I was like, this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. But I I got to school and I, I just found other interests like that I wanted to allow myself to explore if yeah. they, if there was value there. Okay. Um, and I never I never stopped wanting to act, but I just found other things that I one had potential in mm-hmm. and two enjoyed beyond yeah. just potential just like had a good time doing yeah. so i kind of just allowed myself to go in different directions and eventually like i and again going back to like god's divine intervention i always say that god knew exactly what he was doing because now i'm able to work for myself pay all my bills without stressing mm-hmm. and I'm, I manage my own schedule, so if there's an audition at 12 p.m. or 12 yeah. a.m. Yeah. or 3 p.m., whatever, yeah. I can make that. So, he got me to a place to where now, I, now where I'm at, yeah. I'm able to support myself. I don't have to stress. I don't have to stay up at night mm-hmm. trying to figure out, okay, how am I paying my bills? Right. And the jobs don't dictate my rent. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, my rent and m- my success are separate because yes. of how I've set this up. So, it's like, I'm in a place where I can... I can crush this yeah. shit. Like we have to be in a forward-thinking perspective. Yes. Absolutely. Because it's not just about, and I think that's what trips a lot of people up, in good and bad ways. Sometimes, like sometimes you can yeah. be like, "I'm living in the now. I want to be happy now." Right, right, right. And maybe that's why you leave your job. But also, sometimes you think, "I want to be happy five years from now." So let me work hard now. It's it's just about your perspective, yeah. and it's different for everyone. It's it is different. I think the way that you view it, it can be so different. But I think happiness is that's a long-term game. Hopefully, for most people, yeah. For, yeah, if you do it right, it's a long-term game. So yeah. it, it's it's important to think about what can I do now that's going to to make sure that I'm still happy in five years. In and, and, years. and still happy. Still happy. Meaning happy now and happy then. Exactly. There are simple things that we can do. Yeah. To make these goals a lot more realistic, and people just people just don't want to do any of the right. work. It's like mm, I just want to get my shot, and I, that's when I'm, I'll leave. When like someone gives me a contract, no. right? No, no, go get your contract. Yeah. Go go equip yourself to get that contract. Right. By being financially independent, professionally ready, mm-hmm. and available. Mm-hmm. You're working with a lot of brands now, and so tell me how those those partnerships came to fruition. What are you doing with brands? I know you're, you're traveling a lot. You're going on a lot of trips. Tell me about that. I guess as of maybe 20... The beginning of 2018, maybe the end of 2017, mm-hmm. my partnerships really stepped up. So that mm-hmm. And again, that, that kind of goes into why I was able to quit my job is because, right. you know, the job just came. Like I, And one thing, I'll speak candidly about it, like, I'm black, I'm... People will say I'm attractive. I, I don't like saying that myself, but like people say I'm attractive. Yeah, you're I'm, attractive. I'm cool. Totally Thank attractive. you. <laughs> I'm black. I'm attractive because of my style. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I fit a lot of I fit a lot of different yes. things that people would want to check off boxes yes, for. Exactly. And some of some of it is very much to check a box. Oh, we got a black kid. Right. And I'm just gonna say that industry, you know, it's true. It's so true. Some of a lot like of it is true. Benefit, though. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, if it's if it's an advantage, yeah. My thing about this year and last year, my goal was to play to win. Yeah. So if this is an advantage that I have, whether it's because of just blanket inclusion or mm-hmm. whether it's because they really see something in me, I don't care. Yeah. That is that my back? Thanks. I'm gonna mm-hmm. because because it's building me so that I can help the next kid. If I'm the only black kid in the room now, next time there's gonna be two black kids because yes. of me. Yes. Your job then is very important. And and, and you gotta respect that. So for me. Thankfully, because a lot of, and you know, like right now, 2018 and 2019, 
and now moving into 2020, it's all about inclusion. Yes. Which yeah. is a great thing, but sometimes it can be... It's, it it's can be, box, box checking. Yeah. And I recognize that for whatever reason, I'm getting jobs, which I'm grateful for. So mm -hmm. as long as you want to hire me, I'm going to do the best that I can do. I'm going to give you the best quality product yeah. that I can give you. Yeah. And I'm gonna get my check. Mm -hmm. So let's keep doing, let's keep that going for yes. both of us because we both benefit. Right. So for me, that's really what it's about. Yeah. What are some of your favorite a um, campaigns that you work, worked on and trips that you've gone on? You've gone on some amazing trips with these brands. What are some of like the highlights? So uh, I just got back from Salt Lake City with mm -hmm. Liberty Ferris. Also, wait, and sorry, do you ski? I skied for the first time and it was so much fun. I'm, I'm, and I remember my, my thinking, skis, I was like, wait, just. But listen, so I literally, when we finished, I texted my dad and I was like, Dad, I finally found a sport that I'm good at. Yes. This is it. We found it. I had so much fun and I was actually really good Did at you? it. Like the only really? time, for the most part, I fell maybe like four or five times the entire okay. day. And the only time that I, three of those five times I fell because I was trying not to kill a kid. That was you were getting slope. out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I so I intentionally sabotaged myself, but I was pre I was really good at it, and I had so much oh fun. Oh my gosh, um, skiing's kind of hard. You just have to be you have to be present. Yeah, you have to yeah. very much be in the moment. Right, snowboarding I found a little bit easier, but skiing that's impressive. That was your first time skiing, and you yeah, like, oh, and I did pretty good. I'll show you some video after. Okay, I did pretty good. I, mean, I was I like, to yeah, see. I got this. Okay, so cocktails over coffee. One thing that we truly encourage are shots, and by shot I mean something small and strong and powerful that you want to pass on. What shot do you want to give? What shot do I want to give? I want to give, I think as simply as I can say, just take yourself seriously. I feel like mm -hmm. so many of the things that we've talked about yeah. in the past however many minutes has been just about taking yourself seriously. When it comes yeah. to being disciplined, yeah. when it comes to saving, mm -hmm. when it comes to planning out your future, when it comes to this influencing game, everything we've talked about boils down to taking yourself seriously and yes. respecting what you do. Yeah. If you have a dream that you want to, go after what that you want to pursue especially outside of the corporate landscape mm -hmm. what are you doing what are you seriously doing that's going to get you there yeah are you just talking to your homegirls about it to mm -hmm. your homeboys about it like or are you actually like staying up five or, hours or later taking steps to make it happen yeah you know like are you actually like coming home and what are you doing when you come home i think that's a good mm -hmm. question and oh. that's, a, that's a question that i always used to ask yeah because i knew so many people they would come to work the next day and be like oh my god i watched the bachelor oh my god i watched real housewives right what the fuck is that doing for what you that's you doing, doing nothing for you what are you doing when you get home yeah to make your dreams actually come to fruition if you're mm -hmm. in a place and i always tell people we have so much more control over our circumstances than, than we give ourselves credit for. Yeah. A lot of people, we like to feel like, oh, life, oh, what was me, oh, say la vie. Mm -hmm. No. If you, if you have a problem before you, you can either focus on the problem or you can focus on a solution. Yes. So what do you want to, what do you want to look at? Right. If you want to get out of corporate America, get the fuck out of corporate America. Yes. Figure out how. Yeah. And And don't get me wrong, it's not always that simple, like saying it and doing it yeah. but a lot of the times it, it is it, it, it can be that simple yeah like it just make be. righteous choices stop spending two hundred dollars a weekend yes on liquor on, on liquor on brunch yeah start cooking start cooking stop buying chanel bags that you don't need and that no one's impressed by because everyone no one knows if it's real or fake that part that part we live in new york half of them aren't i'll just leave it at that yeah figure out what you want to do and be serious about it take it seriously and stop playing Stop playing is what I was like. Stop, stop playing, y'all. Stop, stop playing. Take yourself seriously. Stop playing. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. What's next for you? 
So, it's big picture totally for 2020. Yes. I want to, there's a mentorship program that I want to start. Yeah. Um, I've been thinking about this for years, literally probably like at least 10 years. I've been trying to brainstorm and flesh out this mentorship program that I want to do. Um, it's evolved, but now I know I want it to be about linking aspiring creatives with established creatives. Because I think about oh, how... that's beautiful. Yeah, and I think about how instrumental that was for me. Like, yeah. I know the reason why I'm at where I'm at is because whether it was Ryan or whether it was my friends like Marquise Pfeiffer or mm -hmm. just like people that have genuinely taught me from being around them yes. and have exposed me to things and have changed the way that I think and also changed the way that I see potential and opportunity. Like, yeah. so, so a lot of the times we don't know what we can do because we've just never been exposed to it. Right. And so for me, I want this program to be about showing people oh you want to be in music let mm -hmm. me show you all the things that you can do in music right because a lot of people think oh i want to be in music so i want to be a rapper or a yes. singer or a producer yeah there's so many other things that you can do so many in the industry like right. uh, me being back into acting i've realized i can act i can write i can produce mm -hmm. i can be on set there's yes. so many things that you could do that that fuel what you love but also are a realistic path to getting there yes and right. so that's my biggest thing is to provide mentorship in this program and also to provide guidance. I want there to be like, uh, I won't say religious because I know everyone doesn't subscribe to that, but I want yeah. there to be like a spiritual, like yeah. a wellness, self-care type of aspect. I think some people re really appreciate that. Though. Yeah. And I, I think, especially nowadays, like with all these things that we're faced with in media, social media, mm -hmm. whatever, like I think it's important to take care of yourself. So I want that program to really be about building. Yes. The leaders, uh, the creative leaders of tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so that's it. For me, acting, I'm about to dive into my first pilot season. So who knows what's going to come from that. So exciting. Re really exciting. Um, a little scary, but scary in yeah. the right ways. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm excited. And yeah, I just I just want to take myself seriously. Kind of yeah. like what we talked about. And, yeah. And you, know, you are. Get this. You're yeah. doing it. Yeah. And just so and keep everything going with Instagram and YouTube. And yeah. just like keep that stuff building. You're, so. you're, you're doing amazing. You, Thank you're you. doing amazing, sweetie. Thank you. And honestly, like, and I've, I've, I've t I tell you guys every time I'm around y'all, but it's like, it's people like you, like you, Amani, Mike, like y'all inspire me to keep doing it. And, and I don't find that many people yeah. that inspire me, but like mm -hmm. what you guys have been doing, even just like with this, yeah, like what Amani's doing with CCMYC mm -hmm. and all of it is like, we need We've people that are... We've got a great community. We have yeah. a really core... A great, inspiring group. Yeah, and I'm so blessed to be part of it. So, yeah, I just want us all to keep you building. You inspire me in more ways than you know. Thank and you. I'm so glad that, like, our community is able to inspire each other. Yeah, good. I feel like I'm paying my debt, like, by Absolutely. being able to inspire you because yes. you inspire me. So, I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Jovelle. Oh, thank you. This has been Enjoy amazing. You. Cheers. Just. Our drinks, we're done. So. We're done. We got a little bit more. We'll we're finish done. that. <laughs>